Good morning, everybody. It's Jody with our 10-Minute Daily Devotional. Happy Monday. I hope everybody had a great weekend. It is President's Day here in the U.S., and so a lot of people have off work, and a lot of people have off school. So my whole family is sleeping in, except for me, because I have work today. <laughs> so anyways, um, it is not a day off for me, but it's a day off for many to... Um, just remember history and all of that. So that's fun. Hi, Kathy. Um, so anyways, I took off for a few days just to kind of get some some things done. And um, I tell you what, it still is hard. I don't get up at 5 anymore. And now I get up at 6. And, um, and it gets hard to do the devotional getting up at 6 because um, then my family starts getting up. And I don't like to do it when people are up and about. So anyways, today everybody's sleeping in. So that's nice. Hi, Kirsten. Um, <clears throat> excuse me. Let me open this up in prayer. Dear God, I am so happy to be here this morning. It's a beautiful, beautiful day, God. And I just um, hear the birds singing and I think of you and your creation and how um, you created all of us all of the people, the beauty outside, the birds, every one of them, and you care about all of us. Um, God, as we are um, studying your word today, please just help us to, to get something out of it. Please help us all to just learn and grow in you. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. Awesome. Well, I feel like um, it's been a few days since we have talked about Joseph, and um, so I thought we could just jump right into talking about Joseph. We are talking about Joseph's life, doing our 52 major stories of the Bible by Bill Muntz, and um, talking about Joseph li Joseph's life and how God was so instrumental in it and how Joseph didn't give up and still believed in God no matter what. And so um, where we got to when we last left off is about Joseph. And how Joseph interprets the dreams of the baker and the cupbearer. And so if you'll remember where we left off, Joseph is in jail because of Potiphar's wife. And um, how Potiphar's wife wanted Joseph because he was very handsome, apparently. And um, he was being a good citizen and not taking you know, advantage of that, even though he could have very easily. And maybe nobody would have ever known. Um but anyways, he when he when she he um said no to her, she ripped his cloak as he was running out of the room and gave it to her husband and said that he took advantage of her and so he got thrown in jail. So now he is thrown in jail and um and I'll read what Bill says here. He says, Well the years go by, we do not know exactly how many, but we know there were multiple. And Joseph is given a chance to get out of jail because two of Pharaoh's officials were thrown into jail. Eventually, both of them have a dream, and they find out that Joseph can interpret dreams. They ask him to come and interpret their dreams. So they're all in jail together, and um, and um, the cupbearer and the baker ask Joseph to interpret their dreams. Look at Genesis 48. It almost seems like a historical aside comment, but it is actually incredibly important. They said to him, we have had dreams and there was no one to interpret dreams. And Joseph said to them, yeah, I can do that. No, that's not what he said, is it? Do not interpretations belong to God? This is what he said. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So Joseph calls out that it's God that can interpret the dreams, not him. Bill says, you know, from a human standpoint, from a non-God standpoint, someone might be tempted to think that Joseph has the right to be mad at God 
but he is not. He does not even want to get the credit. He does not want to get the glory for being able to interpret dreams. Even after everything that has happened, Joseph is still intent on giving God the glory. He's saying, no, it is God who interprets dreams. Go ahead and tell me your dreams. So they do, and he interprets them. His interpretations come true. The baker is executed, and the cupbearer is eventually returned to Pharaoh's service. And when he leaves, Joseph asks just one more favor. One favor of this guy in Genesis 40, 14. He says, only remember me when it is well with you, and please do me the kindness to mention me to Pharaoh. And so get me out of this place, for I was indeed stolen out of the land of the Hebrews. And here also I have done nothing that they should put me into the pit. I just ask one simple little favor. I interpreted your dreams. I know that God knows what he's talking about. Will you please get me out of here? I do not belong here. And so in great, deep, heartfelt appreciation, the cupbearer gets out of jail and immediately forgets all about Joseph. So I want to say hi to Nikki and um, Irene. So, so basically what happens is Joseph interprets the baker and the cupbearer's dream. And the cupbearer, he says, is going to be executed, and he is. And the baker, he says, is going to be restored to favor, and he is. And um, I think I have that right. The baker was, um, nope, sorry. The baker is executed and the cupbearer is restored to favor. Sorry. Um, and so as, as he's leaving, Joseph says, remember me. Please tell Pharaoh about me. And he does not. So let's see what happens. So then, in fact, the cupbearer forgets about him for two years. But then Pharaoh has a couple of dreams in Genesis 41, and the cupbearer says, oh, I forgot. There's this young Hebrew boy in jail, and he can interpret dreams. None of Pharaoh's magicians or wise men could interpret his dreams, so they sent for Joseph. And Joseph says, um, Pharaoh says, I hear you can interpret dreams. And in Genesis 41, 16, Joseph again said, it is not me. God will give Pharaoh a favorable answer. So it's not, um, it's not Joseph that's interpreting the dreams. Um, he says it's God who's doing it through me. So um, Bill says, Pharaoh tells him his two dreams and Joseph says, here's what they mean. There will be seven years of great harvest and then there will be seven years of horrible famine throughout the land of Egypt and beyond. And then again, it almost reads a little like a postscript in 41.32. It says, And the doubting of Pharaoh's dream means that the thing is fixed by God, and God will shortly bring it about. So it says, Who is in charge not only of Joseph, but Egypt and everything? It is still God. There is not a shadow of a doubt, despite everything that has happened to Joseph, who is in charge of the universe. God is in charge. God is sovereign. He will accomplish his purposes. He will keep his promises in his way and is his time. So Pharaoh says, I believe you. And he appoints Joseph as second in charge, second only to Pharaoh, to collect grain during the seven year good years so that the Egyptians would have something to eat during the seven years of famine. Of famine. And then in verse, uh, chapter 41, verse 39, Pharaoh says to Joseph, since God has shown you all this, there is none so discerning and wise as you. You shall be over my house and all my people 
shall order themselves as you command. Only in regards to the throne will I be greater than you. And Pharaoh said to Joseph, See, I have set you over all the land of Egypt. Then Pharaoh took a signet ring from his hand and put it on Joseph's hand and clothed him in the garments of fine linen and put a gold chain around his neck. And he made him ride in the second chariot and they called out before him, bow the knee. And thus he set him over all the land of Egypt. So I love that. And I love that, you know, Joseph has had such a hard life, but he has been so faithful to believing and trusting in God. And now once again, he's in the depths of the prison. And all of a sudden, the um, cupbearer remembers that he can interpret dreams. He goes out, he interprets Pharaoh's dreams. Pharaoh believes him. And um, so now he's second in charge of the land again. It's so amazing how God works um, and how Joseph, despite all the hardships, was faithful. So I'm pulling out my journal, and today is February 21st. Hi, Betsy. February 21st. And I'm just going to put God is faithful. I think that is what I want to get out of the story today. God is faithful. But I think it's just as important that Joseph continued to be faithful to God despite the challenges. So I'm not going to write that down, but I think that's another huge takeaway for me is that despite the hardships, Joseph continued to stay faithful to God. All right, let's write down our praise and our prayer request. Let me pray for us. Dear God, I just thank you so much that you are a faithful God, that when we follow you, that when we don't follow you, you love us so much and you, you just want us to love you back. God, as we are going about our day to day, please keep us um, just focused on you. Please help us to remember that you're with us every moment of the day, that decisions that we have, you're right there with us. We love you, God. In your name we pray. Amen. All right. I hope y'all have a great day. So good to see you and I will see you tomorrow. Bye-bye.